Welcome in to the Fantasy Football Fathers Podcast, where only one of us is an actual father and none of us are priests. My name is James Dreer. I'm joined here by Trey Stinky Fingers Jose. Oh, we're just, just going to keep flipping it up. That's yeah, cool. Dude. Yeah, I'm right here right now. What's up, y'all? How you doing? Tyler, hey. Tyler Big Herbie Herbot. Yo, what up? Let's do what it does. And a couple special guests on the show. Oh, baby. So, in one corner, the red corner, we have the angry beaver, red bearded Justin Juicein Dreer, my older brother. What a queer. Uh, Can you introduce yourself? It's it's been a while since I've been called special. Thank you. Yes. Tis Juice. Hello, everyone. And Tyler, Big Herbie Herbox, little brother, the little herb, the little tiny, tiny, little adolescent herb. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Travis, Herbie Herbach. Little what Herbie up, y'all? I'm here to mess some shit up. <laughs> <laughs> so we got the brothers joining us today on a Friday night uh, for this show. We're going to be talking about some freaking... What about Tyler, the other person that he's like literally... He already already got me. Yeah, thanks, man. Hey, I'll do the introduction, (laughs) and then you just, you know, do your thing. I'll fuck off. It's cool. Yeah, because that already happened, so like 45 seconds ago. In case you didn't hear, (laughs) Big Herbie is still here. I've I've been here from the start. (laughs) Good to know that Trey Stinky Fingers Jose is totally dialed in and paying attention tonight, Uh, but... Here we <laughs> if you've been listening, you know what it is, man. <laughs> same, same old shit for our good old uh, long-time listeners. We got a little something special for you tonight. The free agency bonanza. The free agency has been crazy. So tonight we're going over all the recent news as well as everything that wasn't covered by Tyler Big Herbie Herbach and Trey Stinky Fingers Jose in the previous episode of the pre-free agency bonanza pre-show. Pre. What? Yeah. <laughs> I mean... It's more or less correct. Let's keep going. It is what it is. Uh, it's a Friday night. It's uh, the free uh, free agency period, the off season. A lot of new news to cover, and uh, everything's highlighted right here on the dock here for us, right, Tyler? Yeah, yeah start sure. at the top sure of the, the news. So uh, let's kick the things off with the updated news. We are <laughs> immediately going to break Trey's heart once again. We are going to break. Off, <laughs> <laughs> There's not much left of that, man. Not Bring a lot. Do it, Jimmy. You Just ready? Do it. All do right, it. man. Do it. Raiders traded away tight end Darren Waller. <laughs> wow. <laughs> to the Giants for a 2023 third round pick, dude. Basically, trading their Kadarius Tony um, swap for, for Darren Waller. The as, Giants, as yeah. in the Giants, yeah. yeah, yeah, the Giants traded their third rounder for um, whatever, <laughs> and I they mean, got Darren Waller. Okay, as honestly, this is a big deal for Daniel Jones. As long as Darren Waller stays on the field, this is a very large target. It's going to be the best pass catcher he's had his entire career. Yeah, and you said it perfectly. As long as he stays on the field, hey, last man. two years, I think he's played maybe eleven games total. So, uh, it. But did he want to play? 
Fucking A, dude. Here's Are we going some... this deep on this right now? Yeah, Let's go deep. Let's cut on. deep. Motherfucker was hurt and he was in love. So, yeah, he took right, some time last... off and he proposed. In the last two games, he had, or in the last two seasons, he's played 20 games out of 36 or 37 because they had the extended game, yeah. the extended season. So, um, yeah, did he propose to Kelsey Plum, who's a WNBA yeah. champion and a NCAA Baller. single record point scorer for the. Washington Huskies kicking okay. ass. Nah, I don't give a shit. I doesn't matter. This is a fantasy football podcast. <laughs> no, agreed. He's played agreed. twenty games out of the last thirty-seven. Yeah, so he's missed, been so hurt. He's missed a bunch, but when he is on the field, he produces. Period. I mean, he he's, does. He does. When he's on the field, he's a top five tight end in this league. No matter which way you cut it or slice it, he's gonna give you a minimum of eight points a game, and that's just what it is. He's gonna give you production as long as he's on the field, which I know that sucks. Going to and going to New York, I it gives you these weird Evan Ingram feels where like he hasn't had a healthy receiver make it through the entire season yet. <laughs> I don't know if Juice could hear. I don't know if you guys heard that Juice said he hasn't had a healthy receiver make it through the entire season, which is which which is true. Uh, there's he's Juice is, Juice is busting at the seams over there. <laughs> yeah. And it's true that Daniel Jones has had nobody be able to stay on the field for him throughout his entire career. Especially as pass catchers, that is true. The Evan Ingram, I think, comparison in New York is compare is a good comparison because Evan Ingram also could never be on the field. He had showed so much potential, and yeah. he finally showed it out in Jacksonville last year. And Darren Waller now can go in and fill that void, fill the void where like he can be that guy as long as he's on the field. He's gonna give you production. That's the reason why no matter what you do, you're gonna end up still drafting Darren Waller in the top five or six rounds. Because oh. no. that's Top. what I was about to ask. Like he's gonna be a probably a fifth round draft pick is where I see his ADP falling. Maybe, maybe gets up to fourth round. But I do you really feel comfortable drafting Darren Waller in the fifth round? I mean, the injury concerns are obviously there. They've been there for a few years now. But when he's on the field, he does produce. So like. And you can't match the production he has versus other tight ends. Are you drafting Darren Waller in the fifth round? Yes. Here's another question. I'm not. Are you drafting Evan before him with the franchise tag? That's a great question. That's a great question, actually. And I think they're going to have very similar ADPs. And I think at that point, it's probably a coin flip. Yeah. I, that's they're they're going to be close for sure. I mean, Evan Ingram finishes the season really strong. Um, Trevor Lawrence is getting better. The offense as a whole is getting better. They also similar skill sets. I mean, they just signed. They Evan Ingram know, isn't as good as catching the ball, but the quarterback. Yeah, who's throwing the ball? That's a big deal too. Well, I, mean, I in, in, as far as throwing goes, Trevor Lawrence is better than Daniel Jones, I think already. But um, there you go, my friend. <laughs> I was just going to say the same thing. Let's be real here. Trevor Lawrence is. Ceiling versus Daniel Jones is tenfold, right? Yeah. yeah. Let's be real about it. And the the progress that Trevor Lawrence has already made and what he did with Ever Ingram and what year one of him being in Jacksonville, I can't expect that same output output from Darren Waller with Daniel Jones because Daniel Jones's output is not what Trevor Lawrence has already put up, right? No, I hear you. Really, I I will like, personally I will take Ever Ingram above Darren Waller myself just because of what last year did. Yeah. Well, and um, for everyone wondering, that is the little herb, adolescent yeah. herb. And, <laughs> and honestly, and so that, I'm just kidding. He's, I like, herb. he's a grown ass <laughs> man, but um, honestly, I think 
the one thing you do need to counteract that with in terms of taking Evan Graham over Darren Waller is that the Jaguars are this year now introducing a true number one receiver in Calvin Ridley. Yeah. I understand he hasn't played in a while, but that he was the guy. It'll change the dynamic, but I th- I still think Evan Ingram is a vocal point of this offense moving forward. So you have, I mean, you have Etienne on the backfield, Calvin Ridley, Christian Kirk, and then Evan Ingram. Whereas right now in New York, you have Christian Darren Kirk. Waller. Yeah, yeah. You only have Darren Waller right now in, in New York. But you also have Daniel Jones. Who, who, who? Yeah, they paid him, but. Yeah, but he also showed on. he showed massive strides last year. He was a top ten QB in fantasy last year. I'll give him strides. So, I don't so know basically, back massive. to my question: Who do you draft first? Whoever's it's close. Um, honestly, I'm worried about the the addition of Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley is that guy. I really do believe that. And I think year off of football, though it's uh, it takes a bigger toll than I think people like it's to gonna, admit. It's going to take him some time. Maybe on Bell, Bell took a year off and. Was He's, never the same player. He was also running back, not a receiver. Took a lot. Took a Is lot. That? Took a lot more damage. Okay. And we have to remember too. Calvin Ridley took a year off, not out of choice, like Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell chose to not play. Calvin Ridley was forced not to play. Right. Over some, you know, stupid gambling things when he was suspended, when he was already injured, didn't actually even ever bet on a Falcons game. He was betting. He didn't realize it was, you know, against the. Against the, the the bylaws of the NFLPA, I think Calvin Ridley's gonna come back with a vengeance. I really do. So yeah. that's what has me worried. I think the ceiling for Darren Waller this season is higher than Evan Ingram. So I'm gonna still take Darren Waller first. I'm gonna take that the potential production that he gives you over Evan Ingram. Yeah, I, no, I'm totally with you on that. Higher ceiling, but Evan Ingram, if you want to be a safe fantasy football player, he's the guy to roll with. I think uh, for me, like where these guys are going to fall the fifth, sixth round, I'm never going to be taking a tight end there. Like I'm either drafting a tight end, I'm either drafting a high end tight end like a Kelsey early in the draft, or I'm waiting on tight end. That's fair, that, and that, that's a that's an absolutely fair thing to do when it comes to your. Because you're taking strategy. a huge risk with those and that, guys. In the and fifth honestly, and I'm round. with you there. Like, if I'm in the fifth round, I'm probably not drafting tight end either, either one of them. Um, but I, if I'm forced to choose one, I'm going to choose Darren Waller. Yeah, no matter where you're at, it's over potential and what you've actually seen. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and that's the whole point point of the draft, right? It's all about potential versus versus what you know. It's you especially when it comes to tight end. I mean, you are. Unless you get the Travis Kelseys of the world, you are drafting everything based off what you hope that person's going to do, not what you th- can guarantee they will do, because that's the way tight end position just is. All right, let's move on, because it's going to be a long fucking episode <laughs> if we talk about Darren Waller any longer. Uh, the Jets are trading wide receiver Elijah Moore and a third-round pick to the Browns in exchange for a second-round pick. So Elijah Moore gets his wishes of being traded uh, much later than he wanted, but he is traded ten to the months later. <laughs> I, mean, really, yeah. I mean, yeah, not huge news here. I mean, really is. I'm not gonna lie. I do love him going to Cleveland. I do like that. Well, he's, yeah, he gets a new opportunity. Sure, right, but I think he he's a true blood, a true right receiver too behind Amari Cooper there. I think you give Deshaun Watson, who wasn't great when he came back last year, 
understandably so because a quarterback position is hard to come back to when you had you know 18 months off like he did. You give Deshaun Watson an entire offseason to get with the, both these guys. I expect Amari Cooper to give you – I really do expect both Amari Cooper give you your traditional number one receiver numbers and Elijah Cooper – and Elijah Moore, I'm sorry. Elijah Cooper, I don't know where they came from. Elijah Moore to give you true wide receiver two numbers. I think Deshaun Watson is a good enough quarterback to be able to, to do that without question. Is he, though? <laughs> but I heard yes. him speak on a – was it NFL Now this morning – and he's excited just to have a quarterback that he knows who's going to be his quarterback, who's throwing the ball, who he can work with. Because over in New York, he didn't know, and yeah. it was you know constant change. He, he couldn't get used to no timing, you know, all of the above. And so I know I he did say this morning that he is excited to move on with knowing who the hell his quarterback. Is. I'm a bit on the other side of the Deshaun Watson fence right now. Like at this point, I'm like, if you still want the same reputation that you had before all the bullshit happened i need to see it first because he looked like absolute dog shit uh every game he played in last year it looked like absolute complete fucking brown dog shit dude. L- little to lose <laughs> for the cleveland browns like he's terrible he looked terrible you know so, what happens dude it, the fighters say it, dude you, if you, you want me to buy into elijah moore i i can't do it dude like if we had to draft right now I there's no fucking chance I'm drafting Elijah Moore where he's gonna be going because I don't believe in Deshaun Watson at this point until I see it like I'm not gonna and that's just my opinion I'm not buying in on it until I see it but I mean I I, I understand the name value people will I agree with James on the front I don't buy into Deshaun Watson but I do a buy in. I don't I don't really buy into him uh, Elijah Moore either realistically. Because even if even with a full off season, he's still too young of a receiver. I mean, he's going into his second year. It's like twenty two, I think. Yeah, twenty two years he's old. He's too new still to even build chemistry with a quarterback. Even as you're watching with the talent purposes, but he missed the Super Bowl. He missed that long of a that long of a time frame with the whole season on this suspension. I expect more out of buy in more to Amari Cooper than I would Elijah Moore. I expect Amari Cooper to put up the same numbers he did in Dallas. He's going to be the Larry Fitzgerald of of Cleveland this year. And I expect him to do 100 catches, close to 1,000 yards, and probably 8, 9, maybe even 10 touchdowns. I don't buy into Elijah Moore. I will buy into their possession receiver as Amari Cooper with a semi-veteran quarterback, realistically, and Deshaun Watson. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's like Deshaun Watson, does he give a fuck, dude? He got a 200 and what 30 million guaranteed contract yeah, he, yeah he you did. think he gives a fuck about winning or losing yeah, right now he's not giving no fuck <laughs> he's making so much money just showing up dude the he doesn't definition, give a shit the definition of not giving a fuck is giving a hand job getting a hand job <laughs> that's what he gets. well no, no he wasn't be, he wasn't getting anything he was grabbing everything he could what? <laughs> yeah, he was taking the uh, the I Donald Trump point, the Donald Trump point, and grabbing him by the pussy. They completely uh. fucked up giving him a massive guarantee contract because now he can just show up. He doesn't even have to fucking play well. And he's still gonna get paid. Yeah, I mean he is, but the, more money than anyone else uh, in the NFL. Yes, yes, he is, but at the same time. That's crazy. Like, competitors are still competitors. You think he's just going to like lie down? Yeah, no. he's pretty good at that. That's exactly what he's, he's doing. He's lying down and getting a hand job. Yeah. No, I know. I'm just saying, like, a comp- he's still exactly a competitor. I think he wants to show that he's still the guy who was literally, before all this shit happened, was on a Hall of Fame track. 
don't, as, I don't, mean, as well as Amari that. Cooper, too. He's playing in the cold. He's actually putting up points for once, and I haven't seen that in, you know, I don't know him personally. That. I don't Amari know. Cooper was the number 10 wide receiver last year Yeah, with Jacoby Brissett and Jacoby, you know, six, who had, still has something to prove and, he and still, still has, plays his ass off. Yeah, and he had six Deshaun Watson does not. Hey, I, family, I don't honest. bring that up, okay? Amari Cooper, he's good. You're the yeah, Amari Cooper just, hater. I, know. I hate him. I hate him. <laughs> but I, I was wrong. I was wrong. I'm sorry, and I apologize. Um, All right, let's move on. Hold uh, on, hold on, hold on. So he played six games with Deshaun Watson last year, right? Yeah, yeah. The first three were not great. He had six points, five points, seven oh. points. But the last three, he was averaging 34, 40. He was averaging tw- about 13 points a game. Who? Bring it up. Bring Amari it up. Cooper was. Yes, yes. Bring it up, baby. So yes. That, so what yes. that show, what that shows is that Deshaun Watson was get he was better. He was terrible at the beginning. Was showing improvement with an entire offseason. Deshaun Watson's gonna get back to where he was beforehand, and he's gonna be able to produce two fancy relevant receivers. I am all in on Amari Cooper and Elijah Moore this year. I mean, like Jim said, that we gotta see it. I mean, to be all in and sure, is, uh, is but. Dart throw, but okay. At this point, I think Elijah Elijah Moore is probably one of those like late round picks. Gonna be somewhere after the eighth round at the the highest. I think he's more gonna be like a ten or eleven round pick. And at that point, and you're just <laughs> and, and you're just banking on potential. That could be a steal because I think he's gonna give you receiver two production. I think Elijah Moore has all the potential in the world. Um, it it. 100% depends on where his ADP falls. I don't think Deshaun Watson gives two fucks about how many games they win, to be honest with you, from what I saw. Well, this is fan football. It doesn't matter who how many games win. No, Matt, for Matt, sure. Matt, but Matt, Matthew Stafford was that on, has a a big terrible, impact on, on a how terrible much team overall for 10 years and was still a fantasy relevant Because he QB. fucking gave a fuck, though. He was trying. I don't know if Deshaun Watson it really is. I, th- I, th- I just I can't imagine some guy isn't wanting to come back and show he's better than what happened. He's not just what happened, right? Is there a chip the on his shoulder? Sure. It's a very, it's a very rated R chip, it, though? And, and he needs to play. He needs to play his I'm ass just not off see to it. make he, people forget. You can see it when someone <laughs> has a chip on their shoulder, like Rodgers or 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 whoever. Like yeah. you can tell. I like, just think it's a I different kind of chip. It. You know what I mean? Like he's he's got to play for these people's. You know his likability almost like he he has to win so they'll accept him again because nobody he definitely has to win. You know <laughs> he definitely has to win. But let's be real here: when he was in Houston, did he have a chip on his shoulder before all the bullshit went down? He was in the, the one of the most losing franchises in NFL history. Yeah. yeah. But he willed that team to as many wins and and a great stat line, yeah. whether it was including fantasy wise, his you know four or five years there before all the crap went down. So QB five for three straight seasons. QB five for three straight seasons. Like, let's be real here. Well, yeah, he he's, he's playing on his rookie contract. Oh, it was four years ago. Exactly. I'm just saying, like, he, <laughs> he, took, he, he was took playing one. for a big contract is what he's playing for. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, every, that's what everybody does in the NFL of league, course. right? Everyone's about the money, but let's be and real. He got here. more he money than anyone. He had a chip on his shoulder with one of the crappiest franchises in the, in the league. He's still in a crappy franchise, but now he actually gets some weapons. And if he doesn't want to sit there and make his legacy known as the guy that got fucking massaged. His entire <laughs> life. Let's be real. You know what I'm saying? He wants to fucking prove himself. He's gonna and he's gonna have to prove himself. And he took over. That's the half thing, the, though. Is like he doesn't. 
he got a guaranteed fucking contract. Maybe, but it took him it took him half the season to get back into stride, which it takes any fucking NFL receiver, any NFL, any NFL quarterback or even no not even quarterback even any nfl player to be out that long of a period yeah. to come back and get back in stride and now he has weapons and he's be, he's being asked also to actually produce this year right yeah so let's be real like if he still has that chip like i i i, I believe in him enough to produce at least a, like i i think he'll produce dak prescott type of numbers this year It'll be split. It'll be split between uh, people I think, I that believe in him and people that in. don't. I, and I'm really curious to see where, like, not only his own ADP falls, but Elijah Moore and Amari Cooper and all the weapons there. Yo, he could be a league winner, Deshaun Watson. He could be. But honestly, in my, in my own personal opinion, he had his time. He got his money. And I think that's, I think that's the cold, hard reality of it. Yeah, and uh, honestly, I don't see much coming to fruition from it. From what I saw in the games that he played, I was like, "This, he's." What it comes down to is what kind of person he is. Is he an athlete? Is he a competitor? Is he in it for the right things, or like you said, isn't he in it for just the the massages and the money? Like (laughs) that's what it comes down to. Like basically, in his in his six starts last year, he had three starts that gave him a top ten finish. He had 17 points in his second start. He had 16 in his third start, 16 in his, in his fourth start, and then in his last start he had 20. I'm sorry, 21 in his last start. Like he, in half the games he played, like he only played six games. We have to remember that after 18 months off, half his games he gave you starting quarterback numbers. I can't believe that he's not going to be able to produce you know a top 10 finish this year. Giving an entire a full off season, actually knowing the offense this year, and being there on the field at week in and week out, even just half ass in the off season. Yeah. Yeah. We shall see. We shall see, for sure. Um, let's move on. NFL on Thursday sent a memo to all thirty-two clubs. There's some guy out there <laughs> reaching out to. To NFL teams to negotiate a deal for Lamar Jackson. This guy. Some random guy. Not certified. His name is Ken um, Johnson. Something like that. Something like that. Out of Florida. This is an interesting thing. So, apparently, he's a family friend. And it should be noted, too, Lamar Jackson's mother was was an agent at one point. And so, there's this thing going going around that there are these couple people. That are reaching out to teams that are not, and they're not certified agents. Sons trying, of bitches trying to negotiate from Lamar Jackson, and it's adding this whole new wrinkle to this whole situation. <laughs> it's it's so weird. Sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh, <laughs> I ain't for real. But uh, uh, there we go. Yeah, it just <laughs> there's five of them. Uh, it just, I mean, I spoke candidly. When me and Trey did this this episode last week about it, this really screams collusion between NFL owners not wanting to give Lamar Jackson what he wants, and it's because collusion. <laughs> collusion. Um, and I I broke honestly. I told Trey this too. Mark Schler said it the the greatest way when Jimmy Haslam gave Deshaun Watson a fully guaranteed contract, the two hundred thirty million dollar contract. The other owners were pissed. And everyone else is telling Jimmy Haslam, 
Start being a fucking adult. Turn your hat forward. Start calling your name. Start calling yourself James because you're no longer Jimmy and being a fucking adult about yeah. it. Quit uh, being hey. a fucking pussy, dude. Yeah, we got a James in this podcast. Grow up. We're old now. Henry. Matter of fact, he, skip Jim. James. Go straight to Jim, you fucking bitch. <laughs> it's just what it is. But like this is this as a new wrinkle. Who know? Honestly, at this point, find your balls, son. I think grow a mustache. You I fucking think, cunt. The closer oh, we whoa dude, whoa easy. damn. All right, yeah. Okay, edit, uh, edit that out, Trey. <laughs> nah, probably not. No, it's in there. Probably it's not. in there. Yeah, no. Honestly, the closer we get to the season and after the draft, it's real. I think it's I think true. we're going to get to a point where we're going to start talking about whether or, Lam- whether or not Lamar Jackson even plays this season. He, he probably won't. It's getting weird. Because it's going it to get is. dicey, and no one else is going to offer him a, a massive contract. He like doesn't that. want fully – like, he wants fully guaranteed. No one's giving him that because it just doesn't happen. It would have already happened if it was going to yes. happen, in my opinion. And, again, teams are scared to, give it, to like, offer him a contract because they just assume the Ravens are going to match it. They are. So, like – it's just it, it's weird. I don't know how it's gonna end up, but the, the fact of the matter is, this is like the the biggest like soap drama or soapbox that the NFL's seen in years. What changes have they made at wide receiver on that squad? None. Uh, they signed uh, who they signed? They signed somebody recently. It was like uh, uh, rookie went somewhere, right? Yeah, the Ravens. Not rookie. Um, Bateman's still there. Who was it? Who ba- the hell? The Rashad Bateman's still there, and that's the that's a huge question. I think that's like it. dynasty purposes. Yeah. And I'm glad you brought that up, Juice. Rashad Bateman. Oh, yeah. The I Ravens mean, signed Nelson Aguilar today. Oh, That's their big free agent. Irrelevant. Agenda. It's irrelevant. Um, God. Yeah, ask Trey about Nelson. God, is it Rashad Bateman what? is God a sticky situation. Like, if you're holding Rashad Bateman in, in Dynasty, I don't know what to, t- I don't know what to tell you to do irrelevant. with him. I guess hold on to him <laughs> and see what happens, but you're never going to be able to trade him for the value that he had months ago like at this point you're just along for the ride so i also i'm still at the point i can't believe that there's teams like the falcons that won't sign an offer sheet and happily give up two first round picks that's giving up two first round picks for lamar jackson is nothing Uh, it's literally nothing well it is something when you have to it is something when you have to pay them 200 million guaranteed at minimum okay but at this point i think i honestly i think at this point lamar jackson Probably knows he's not getting fully guaranteed contract. He and he has to just he has to know that at this point. He's been he's been a free agent now and being able to negotiate with teams for for over a week. Yeah, and no one's giving him what he wants. No, he has to realize that's so not going to happen. Where's the market at? Because yeah, some crazy fucking owner. I mean, give him a five year deal that's you know two hundred forty million, but then guarantee one hundred sixty, one hundred seventy, one hundred. But he already declined. I think a uh, contract that was. Close to two hundred million guaranteed with the Ravens. I think he's done with the Ravens, though. <sighs> I, you know, at that point, it's like, what? What do I tell a guy? You declined a contract that was near two hundred million guaranteed. Yeah, the market has been football. set. The market has been set. That's not the market. Just because some fucking owner no. threw two hundred thirty million at the first quarterback but that. that- it sounds wild, but that is how that shit but works. That's so, how it works normally, but like not when it's outrageous like right. that. But so like the market, the, the Deshaun Watson thing is outside of the market, but the market for Lamar Jackson, I think at this point, has been set. I think I think Trey's correct there. He's not going to get a fully guaranteed guaranteed deal. 
He needs to accept that and take the biggest deal he can. He's not. He's that's the issue. Is he's not. A, he does. All not right. Well, then this. Then that. this. Then at this point, Lamar Jackson's a dumb motherfucker, and he's a higher real. <laughs> that's what I'm no, saying. Who's no, it on? No, he's being. Is it fucked. on the NFL owners and the teams not willing to pay 240 I mean, million very, guaranteed, or is it on Lamar Jackson for not taking the 100 point, million guaranteed that he was offered? I think at this because point, he's being fucked. A rapist is getting paid two and a half <laughs> times more than him. You got to realize it's not all a guy who was killing shit not, two and a half, three it's years. It's not ago. all the same team. It's not all the same situation. That's the thing. It's yeah. a fucking business. Like each exactly. business has their well, own saying. business and to take care plenty of. Plenty of teams need quarterbacks. He doesn't have a stick in Baltimore up in the Northeast. The Northeast fucking sucks. <laughs> you mean the AFC North? I think people yeah, just. Yeah. What are you trying to get out here, man? I mean, after s- how many hits has this man taken for this team? How many blows? You know, how many seasons he's just been annihilated? And they're not going to pay him. It's just kind of a shame. No, the the absolutely the market the market's gone. I agree with Trey on the market's has been set and it's gone, and it's exactly. on Lamar. It's, I don't think it's on the NFL. It's not on the NFL owners or the GM or the or the management. It's on it's on Lamar. He yeah. wants to be paid more than he's worth. Let's be real about it here. Yes. When we're talking about fans, his fantasy worth comes from running the football, and he's a six three, two hundred pound quarterback that likes to run like he's a running back, and he's shown it through injuries. He's not worth. The money he wants to get paid because he can't stand in the pocket and produce the numbers that a quarterback should produce. If he wants to get paid like that, he should sit in the backfield, sit in the wide receiver slot. Honest to God, let's be real about it here. Let's be real about it here. I I mean, I'm no, 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 you know, nothing against getting, you know, getting his money. Like he should get his money, but at the same time, like what what happened in negotiating? You know, like he, like you said, he is, he is definitely not the same guy he was when he originally got there. He's taking his hits though. At the same time, it's like why can't we? Find a middle, you know. I don't know whatever happened to that. The the, the whole negotiating, it's kind of like, give me my money or I'm gone. Well, and that's the thing is they had a negotiating period. They offered him a, a pretty significant contract. He declined it. That was yeah, a lot of guaranteed money. Like, but he, here's the deal. He's more than Deshaun 20, Watson. 26-year-old MVP game changer. There's no other quarterback in the league like him. I get it. I agree that. But let's be real. He's the modern-day Michael Vick. Right, I get, yeah, yeah. I and, get it. and he's the modern day Michael Vick. No, Michael yes. Vick, I honestly, I swear yes. to God, Michael Vick has the, had the better arm mechanics, the better ability to read defense, and the better throw, the better throwing, the the better throwing fucking mobility. Let's be real here. Okay, so I don't trust Lamar Jackson's ability to throw to anybody outside of Mark Andrews. Yeah, and, that, and that's how it rolls. And that's no one wants point. to, no one wants to pay a quarterback top dollar. He's asking for. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees type of money right now. It's what he wants. And he can't produce and he can't produce the numbers that a quarterback should produce. That's that's, Yo, just, that's the, just dead honest. The money changes over time. Let's let's end a discussion about him right here, right now. Lamar Jackson. Literally not worth I, top dollar money at this point in the, I, I at time. He he's worth like, money, but how much? That's the thing, that's is like he wants to get paid more than Deshaun Watson's not going to fucking happen. After everything, I don't think he deserves what he's asking. After all the hits he's taking for this squad, I think he needs the to. Owners will not, will not. They won't pay. Are they embarrassed a for similar not contract because of Deshaun what he told. has done for the team? Are they kind of like man? It's just it, it's just impossible. It's it, it's irrelevant. Like it's I, I, juicy. Keep bringing up the the hit second and. There's been this weird thing about him being injury prone. 
he's been hurt the last at the end of the last couple seasons. But over his five That's year the issue. Hold on, but over his five year career, he's missed a total of ten games. That's yeah, not a lot. but the I guess most what I'm saying is games of the season. You can't be there and crush it for the first half of the season, then not be found. When playoffs, they made the fucking playoffs last year. He wasn't okay. there. So you run like, the ball a million times with your quarterback and expect him to be there in the playoffs. Okay. Come and on, man. And he, ex- exactly. and he expects to get $240 million guaranteed. That's, it's not his fault. He don't call the goddamn plays. No, but that's the point. That's his, his whole his, play style. His entire game is based on running the ball, and you can't run the ball as a quarterback. He's not I'm a running saying, back. He needs to be in the pocket and throw the fucking throws. Exactly. After every, you can't not I'm be there saying, in the playoffs everything and expect he's done to get for $240 million. What's that locker room going to look like when you tell that guy, no, sorry, we're not going to pay you? After everything he's done for them, after the model quarterback he's been for them, after the stand-up citizen, you know, he's been taking the brunt of everything. It's always his fault. And I think that's the normal, like – has he been a model citizen though for that franchise? Yeah, real? Just, no, hold on, hold on. Let's be honest. Most. You have John Harbaugh as the head coach. Yeah. What Bruh. is John Harbaugh's entire mantra as the Ravens head coach? It's Baltimore, dog. It's Baltimore, exactly. It's running the ball in defense, yeah. and he's trying to run the ball with a, a quarterback that can't take the hits. His both of his injuries has been from the from the legs down. What's going to happen yeah. when his legs go out and he yeah. can't throw the ball? That's Good point. Point. He's Good point. he's gonna be useless after that fact, right? Okay, so we're all fucked. Honestly, I'm, I'm gonna be traded. And I think that's why he's not getting the contract that he wants. And it's like getting to a, in the middle. It's 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 I don't know. It's a tricky situation, man. I don't know if he's gonna play this year. He probably won't. Um, at this point, like I don't let, I don't see how there can be. Let me just throw one last point here. When he the year he won the MVP, he threw. For 36 touchdowns. Really? <laughs> yeah. He has shown he can throw the ball, but I the just, problem is that the Ravens... M- motherfucker's out here. He's got a decent deep ball. Yeah, he does. He's not the best quarterback. So, so, so what hap- what's happened is that they changed the offense so much to rely more on his legs instead of focusing on the fact that he actually can throw the ball. I think they need to go, and whether he stays in Baltimore or goes anyplace else, they need to use him more like Michael Vick, as, as Travis yeah. said. As Lil Herbie said, they need, they need to use him when his legs – use the legs when he needs to, but let him throw the ball as a quarterback because that's what Michael Vick was great at. Michael Vick could throw 60 yards with a flick of a wrist but would run when he needed to. It wasn't part of the offense. Was He wasn't running read options back He could back do the there. same thing. Exactly. So use Lamar legs when you need to. Similar to what, what, the, Raven, uh, what the Eagles with Jalen Hurts this year. They didn't ask him to run the ball every goddamn play. As another, like, he <laughs> needs some receivers, man. Like, Hollywood Brown, sure. Okay, he's all right. But yeah, I don't, but then, I don't but, think then they, but then they, you know, he's, is he a true number one? No, but they also then trade, he was the number one target on this offense and they traded him away. Right, right, right. Yeah, don't, don't bring that up. I, I fucked you on. There's a lot of fucking, Bateman. yeah. I mean, Baltimore's got a lot of shit to figure out. So, so. Let's move on. That's um, all the news. Let's get into these the new signings, and then we'll hit we'll, we'll hit our signings. we'll hit the the signings we like the most. Yeah, we're all about to fight. So yeah, let's. let's <laughs> okay, <laughs> so let's do this real quick, James. Just real quick. Yeah. Position to position, we can take a position at a time if we need to. Sure. Um, just run through the signings as is, and we'll we'll give our opinions on it right now, so we can try to all right speed new, this shit up. New signings since the last time uh, we all spoke. Uh, at the quarterback position, Marcus Mariota, one year, five million with the Eagles. He's going to be the backup for Jalen Hurts. He's behind Jalen Hurts. Trey, don't even, don't even. Speak. He's behind Jalen Hurts. Don't anybody, even speak. Anybody? 
We I, saw I, we saw the Marcus uh, Mariota show. It didn't work in, in Atlanta. Atlanta. He's now the backup. Like, what, what are you gonna say? He's he's a backup quarterback. Uh, Baker Mayfield, Fine. one year, four million. <laughs> Do you want to say something about <laughs> Marcus Mariota? What, what would you like to say on this? I, I just wanted to admit, about get out of my face, Mariota. <laughs> I just wanted to admit, I, I was wrong about Marcus okay. Mariota. I, I am. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. all right. I thought you were about to hype him up again. No, I'm not hyping him up. I'm not. I'm terribly sorry, but if something goes wrong with Jalen Hurts. Look out! Great, great pick about the waiver wire. Look he, out! He's Keep a Marcus solid Mariotta backup. That's a point. That's basically radar. what he is, right? They, they have the best rushing offense in the league. Yeah. I mean, okay. So, okay. sure, could he be Nick Foles? Sure, he fits better in this offense. Nick than, like, Foles. Herschel. That's disrespectful. But whatever. Dude, to man. who? Mario to Nick Foles. Nick Foles is his fucking Super Bowl <laughs> ring on his finger. <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't give a fuck. What was that, six years ago? I don't give a shit. It was like four years ago. At least it happened. Yeah, he also has a Super Bowl. When did Mario to win? I don't care. I'm trying to win the fantasy football games, and that's what this podcast is about. Yeah. So uh, if shit goes down and it goes downhill, Marcus Mariota, not the worst pickup. Keep him on your radar. That's all, all, right. that's all I was trying to say. All okay. right. The other quarterback signed recently, Baker Mayfield. <sighs> Ugh. One year, four <laughs> mil with the Bucks. He's, He's gonna have to beat out Kyle Trask for the fucking starting job. I mean, they signed him to nothing. If he doesn't even make the team, it, who cares? It's Man, four mil. They signed him for heart. Like that's really all they got. Experience, a little great, little know, fucking. Maybe, maybe he'd come back. Commercial or two. A couple games for us. You I'm gonna know, tell you right know, now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it out there. <laughs> Kyle Trask is gonna win Baker. the starting job. Uh, God, How do you I say his so. last name? I hope Kyle so. Trask. Trout Tra- Kyle Trask out of Ka- Florida. What? Kyle Trask <laughs> is going to win this starting job. He's been behind Tom Brady for a couple years now. I think Tom, even though he's not the greatest mentor, even if he was getting like tips from Tom, he could witness Tom and how he prepared and how he could break down defenses, and Kyle Trask will win this starting job. And can I say something else, Tyler, from a fantasy football perspective? I don't give a fuck who wins the starting job here. And that's a fair point. And I would agree with you. Uh, well, I mostly agree with you, but on a team that has Chris Godwin and Mike Hilton. Great Evans, receivers. Great receivers. Come on. Great. Maybe. They're great. Maybe. They're great. It, it could be a sleeper pick. Someone, if, if you're on a team, <laughs> oh, like if you're playing fantasy and you have a deeper roster, Kyle Trask is it's not a bad option. I will I will tell you this right now. Kyle Trask won't be drafted in redraft leagues, but if he does show out the first week yeah. or two of the season, a, he's going to be a hot waiver wire at. I will tell no, you. No, and that. he will be drafted in redraft leagues, I think. I don't think In the will. later rounds. I, I think so. I mean, me. only if you're drafting a backup quarterback, which if you're smart, you're not. Hey, motherfuckers take risks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, it, All right. it could be one of those risks that really pays off for you, with having Let's him move on, on your team. to some more significant players. Uh, Agreed. At the running back position, Jamal Williams, three years, $12 million with the Saints. He's going to take over that Mark Ingram-esh role alongside Alvin Kamara, who's going to face some sort of suspension due to his legal issues next yeah. year. Probably no. somewhere between like four and six games we're going to expect to see Alvin Kamara out next year. So Jamal Williams led the league in uh, rushing touchdowns. Last year, he had seventeen rushing touchdowns. Yes, sir. Seventeen. Yeah. It's a big deal. Even if, even if, yeah, you can't deny it. I mean, even if Kamara does have a, a smaller suspension than that, even though four to six sounds about right, even if he doesn't, Jamal Williams is gonna give you probably flex numbers just based off red zone production. Exactly. I was gonna say it's it's almost the same situation. Oh, so he ends up on another team. 
with a running back who is very good in the receiving category. But once again, oh, wait, how is it? Did you just say DeAndre Swift is very good too? Said no. another the receiving compare, category. <laughs> you just compare him to Alvin Kamara. I'm just saying. No, well, I I guess I am. Yes, yeah, a little bit. So Alvin Kamara, yeah, the, the, a team where they they rely on um an, a number one running back to expect them to get to to the end zone, right? But when they they get it to the end zone, who's going to do it? Jamal Williams probably. Yeah. Yeah, Let's be good. honest. Swift is just not a between the tackles guy. He's a bitch. And, oh fuck! And it, so it two years in the podcast and run and, we, and, Co- and DMC. He like you know. I've been saying this. He, he realizes that, and he finally listened to Trey and realized it, Swift's kind of a bitch. Thank uh, you. Not a between the tackles guy. And that's okay, dude. He's yeah. an absolute freak outside in space. He's a freak. He can make big yeah. plays happen, but. You know, he's just not a between the tackles guy. That's so hold on Jamal a second. Will... Am I just like taking? A, give me a second here. Am I taking a victory lap? That's I'm, where... taking, I'm taking a victory lap. Small one. Sure. Come on, man. That's where I, I'm burning out. I'm gonna get fucked. It's a day twenty five hundred. I'm burning out. I'm gonna get fucked, dude. Doing, so Jamal start. Williams will have value as long as will uh, David Montgomery, who yeah. signed with the Lions. On a three-year, eighteen million dollar oh. deal. Well, before we move on to that, I know, I know, we're going on to David Montgomery here. Yeah, I, I. Oh, fuck off! I I'm swear not a, to God, I, I swear am not to God. a David Montgomery buy-in. I'm not, not okay, even close. Grab his mic. I swear to God. <laughs> no, touch my mic. I dare you. Touch my mic. I swear to God. Touch my mic. Okay, I've been a Khalil Herbert fan for so long that it's Herbert made it's trash. made me hate David Montgomery in certain situations because I always pick Khalil up late, 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 late and late, I late. just want him to just basically be the David. No, but let's be real. So okay. I'm gonna okay. fight everybody at this table. I swear to God. <laughs> no, let's be real. DeAndre Swift is gonna be the the first down and second down back, and then Jamal Williams is gonna beat out Montgomery for the third down back, and he's gonna. Oh, they're on different teams. On different teams. Oh. Different teams. Different teams. Oh. You moved on to David Montgomery. That's on you, James. No, you moved on to David Montgomery. I'm talking about Jamal still. Jamal went to the Saints. My bad. Okay. And he's Alvin Kamara. You threw out David Montgomery, and you got me for a loop. I know because it was a. It's called. You didn't say moving on, my guy. You didn't say moving on here. I was on the same. <laughs> I grabbed the mic for the same topic I'll just here. Say Khalil made me hate David. I'm no, just saying hey, it's all good. We made, just, we made yeah. mistakes. On I'm this just podcast. saying Jamal. Like I had Jamal on my team last year, and he damn near won me the entire league. Yes. And I'm just, I'm just saying, no matter who DeAndre Swift is, I'm taking Jamal eat, late rounds or on waiver wire. I'm taking him every single time a- a- because absolutely. of the run. Uh, here, here's the deal. Jamal Williams will be a late round running back acquisition still in redraft leagues, and I think super valuable. Yes. Hella valuable. Yes. I don't so, think Swift can walk. But so, are we moving on to David Montgomery? Or are we moving yes. on to Miles Sanders? Well, here? well we're going to go back to Miles Sanders. Because I know, I know, I know Big Herb wants to talk about some Miles Sanders right here. I know Trust he does. Me. I'm not, I'm yes, not just skipping Miles Sanders. The whole reason I brought up. The whole reason I. Oh, trust me. I'm on that hill by myself with Miles Sanders. I, but let's go to David Montgomery. And then we'll go back yeah, I know. No, to Miles go. Sanders. Yes. We'll go to David Montgomery. Fucking chill so, out. Actually, right. you know, the thing is, the biggest thing is, I actually think David Montgomery is a bigger hindrance to uh, Swift was uh, Swift than Jamal Williams was. Because here's the yes. thing: wow. David Montgomery is actually a good pass catching back as well. well and not, Jamal Williams yeah, gave yeah. you nothing nah. in the passing yeah, game. Nah. Nothing. David Montgomery, mm. in all honesty, That's right. is the better all around running back than DeAndre Swift. Yes. 
he's like a half and he Jamal and he, and he's he's together. much better than Jamal Williams. Yeah. I would say he's yes, significantly better than Jamal Williams. I'm and so surprised to hear this doing this podcast with you guys for like over two years. You really think that? Yeah, I've always liked David Montgomery. He's really? just played for the shitty ass Bears. I don't know if I've yes, that. I, I'm with you. I'm with you, but I'm glad to hear I it. I think David Montgomery's going to have a massive year next year. Oh, I think yeah, Swift yeah. will be a, you know, he's going to have a big game here or there, and then there's weeks where he's just going to absolutely kill. He's not going to get the ball. Because I don't think the coaching staff believes in him as a every week playmaking running back. And I fucking called it, you assholes! <laughs> so, I know Swift's dick. I know, but honestly, the, that's the, it. That's it's not on us because Swift is he has all the tools to be a fucking incredible player. That's what's great. But about mentally, Montgomery. I he, think he has issues where he just can't. Confident. See the hole and hit the fucking hole. Yes. I don't know if it's a fear thing. I don't know if it's a. Uh, I don't know what it is. It could. It could be a fear thing because he's been hurt a lot. But going back to the fact that Dave Montgomery is a much better pass catching back. Jamal Williams' best year receiving uh, was in Green Bay. He had two hundred fifty six yards. David Montgomery has had at least three hundred yards receiving right. in three of the four years he's been in the league. That's what I'm saying. He's kind of a, a better of both worlds. He is. He's a combination of both. So that's you're, what, what you're, for. yeah. What you're going to see is David Montgomery. Even though I think to begin the season you'll see kind of a fifty fifty split, but as the season goes along, Montgomery's you're going to see Montgomery. Yeah, Montgomery's going to take over. Yeah, hopefully because we haven't seen it yet. He's been on the shitty Bears. We had not seen it yet. That's the yeah. only thing that troubles me is I as much as but everyone he's says, he's also going. He always ends up getting hurt. The Lions' offensive line is so, so much good. better. So good compared good? to the Bears. Not so much better. <laughs> a, lot, a lot better. I and mean, I like that. I don't have the stats in front of me, but in terms of like just the offensive lines, like uh, the PFF grades, I think it's a ten to fifteen spots higher than the Bears were. Well, even the time that Goff had to throw the ball last season was a good uh, 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 example of that. All right, so give me miles. We'll have to see where these guys' ADPs fall, you know, as we get closer to draft season. But let's move on. Uh, Miles Sanders, four-year, twenty-five million-dollar deal with the Carolina Panthers. Now, the Carolina Panthers were effective, very effective, running the ball, and they ran the ball a lot uh-huh. with with some shit running backs. Deontay Foreman and Chuba <laughs> Hubbard. Now, so, you, now you got a guy there. So let's just pass this on to the Miles Sanders <laughs> freaking fanboy over here. How excited are you for so Miles excited. Sanders to be with the Carolina Panthers, and are you drafting him in the first round? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. First round. <laughs> first round's heavy there, guys. He's going to be a fringe first rounder, though. Whoa. Um, okay. Fringe. Fringe. I think he's more like mid-second round, but I think you're, you're going to see some guys go in the first round with him. Uh, okay, the Miles Sanders. Yes, Miles Sanders, Mister Five Yards a Carry Average. Yeah. Like, I'm like excited about his know, situation as well, but I will not draft him in the second round. Him. Yeah, exactly. You know we fuck with him, but that that's unrealistic. I think he's. He'll be, I think he'll be. He'll be a guy you'll see his ADP rise. I personally, I'd rather draft. Well, him. yeah, because people like you fucking saying he's a this guy. Keep your first round draft pick. Hey, letting the word out. No, I, I personally I would draft him mid second round. That's where I would like to draft Miles Sanders, but I can see his ADP rising to like the end of the first round. 
That's fucked. I, That's I'm crazy. personally thinking like third and fourth round. Yeah, me exactly. too. So, but here's taking the a risk. I I called it when we talked about it last week. I said, where can Miles Sanders go where he could be a true RB one and show off his his skills? And I met. I said Carolina. He ended up signing with Carolina. The only the only guy there is Chuba Hubbard, and we know Chuba Hubbard has some skills. No. But he he's not he's not a three he's not a three down back. Juice says Juba's poopy. But like Miles Sanders is gonna be a very good back there. The fact that Deontay Foreman could show off would be an RB one at the end of last season, and he's not nearly the back that Miles Sanders is. Miles Sanders is gonna have a year, yeah, and he had he a career too. year last year in Philadelphia. I think he's going to up on those numbers this season. Being a guy who's had all three of these running backs on his fantasy squad, I have no faith in Chuba, nor will I ever again after Christensen. <laughs> Lost me three fantasy seasons at least. I don't even know anymore. Five five fantasy seasons himself from being injured. Never give up. Uh, Deontay just last season carried me, carried me on a squad. So I believe uh, he's going to be – he's going to be uh, – He's gonna have some potential at least. So her, r- real quick, so Miles Sanders goes from the Eagles down to the Panthers, right? Big Herb, will you pull me up the uh, stats from uh, what Miles, what CMC did last year with the Panthers? Because we were here, like, can we compare CMC to Miles Sanders here for a split no. second? No, a split. No, no. Hold on. No, no. Absolutely not. No, no. I'm not. I'm not saying they're the same back, but I'm saying they were similar backs with the Panthers. What were we doing? What, what did the Panthers have with C? What did the Panthers have on offense? Nothing. They had CMC, right? Yeah. And they just they just sent DJ Moore out the fucking gate, right? They have no receivers. They have nobody on offense except for Miles Sanders now. Yeah, he's gonna be their lead back. He's gonna be their lead catch receiver because he's the only that can make plays on the outside in the field. He's gonna be a mediocre version of CMC this year. Well, and, and let's no, and and that's what he's been doing in Philadelphia for the last three goddamn years. Hey, and now he's what? the only guy in Phil, only guy in Carolina to do so. Hey. I will take him. I will take. I would draft Miles Sanders and. If he drops oh, me in the second and the late second round or beginning a third round, he's their only offensive threat. I will buy him just because of the amount of reps he's gonna get. His output is gonna be there because he's the only offensive piece. He's I, the only offensive piece there. I, I, I'm definitely buying right. into what you guys are saying just because volume Ooh. is king for sure in fantasy football. Vo- yes. Volume is king. Volume is but king. but hold on. Hey, listen, hold on. let me finish hold on. my hold thought. On. Hold up, hold up. I'm, somebody, not, I'm not paying. Somebody's calling the fire department because this shit is on fire. Sounds <laughs> on fire right I'm not now. Paying, I'm not paying a late first or even a, a second round for Miles Sanders. I don't think you'll have to in most leagues. I think there's going to be oh. leagues where you have people like a, a, a Tyler Big Irby Urbach or a Travis Little Irby Adolescent Urbach <laughs> uh, that will be willing to pay <laughs> a high... Uh, pay a high price tag for Miles Sanders. But I don't think in most leagues, especially for the people that are listening to this, like you're not going to have to pay that price tag for Miles Sanders. I think he's an absolute value for sure in like the fourth round, maybe even the third round. If he drops to the fourth, you're winning a league because you drafted him. Hey. No. Whoa. The Hold on. Box. Hold on. No let me. Let me. Well, obviously. Uh, 
Honestly, him, uh, what, what Travis said uh, is so Tyler, hard. you still have to take into account that this team has to be competitive. Hold on. A little bit for I Miles Sanders to. Let me, let me just say this. That's okay. not true because CMC was on a team as the number one RB in fantasy completely. Stop comparing Miles Sanders I'm not. to <laughs> okay. Christian McCaffrey. Okay. <laughs> it's not even close. Okay, that's fair. Whoa. But I will say, Miles Sanders is a very good pass catching back. Um,. No, he is. Hold on. Is Think about enough? this. His rookie year, he had over 500 yards receiving, and then every year after that, they could they just quit using him in the passing game. They quit using him. His his targets went from 63 to 52 to 34 to 26. They quit using him in the passing game, even though he's a great pass-catching back. He, going to Carolina and having a rookie quarterback who's going to check down the ball all the time, well, that's not guaranteed. Uh, so, you know what we did? We started talking about Miles Sanders, and we got the Urbach. Not every quarterback just checks Hold it on. down. Hold on. You don't think Frank Reich is going to tell him if you, what, the second you feel pressure, check that motherfucker down to, to Miles Sanders because he's going to? Nah, I'm, I mean, um, I'm not willing to, to put money on it. <laughs> we should know, man. We're bringing Miles Sanders to Urbach just to get boners. We got two. <laughs> okay. got All right. Miles Sanders it was a th- was the RB fifteen last year in PPR and had a and honestly and in terms of receiving yard and his receiving production was way down compared to the rest of his career hey, way down right right, right. so now he's a true three down back in Carolina because Chuba Hubbard's just not that guy he's gonna be we'll a be. top twelve back this year I guarantee it I'm gonna say it right now it's here now I don't care if it's a rookie quarterback. Top twelve back this year with Miles Sanders. Right. Right, Hell yeah, I will. <laughs> you heard you heard it from the family tree. Yeah. Lil Lil Herbert also doubled down. He'll be top twelve quarterback. <laughs> I also I agree that a goddamn He's same quarterback thing. running back. <laughs> running back. <laughs> top twelve running back. My bad. <laughs> These motherfuckers run here. They might need him to play quarterback. Just saying. God damn it. <laughs> I didn't tell him that. Hey, if he throws fucking three f- passing touchdowns here on trick plays, come at me. <laughs> Oh, Jesus fucking Christ, man! I should have known. We bring our Miles Sanders. You guys are just gonna fucking go off. Yeah. I love Miles Sanders. No, Let's honestly, go. honestly, in my opinion, great points. You guys, honestly, great points. You convinced me. Hell I'm yeah, with it. I'm with Wait, it. Wait, hold Trey. Top uh, twelve back. Yeah, top twelve back next yeah, year. Yeah, I'm all, I'm all about. Hell it. yeah, I'm not reaching on him, but <laughs> Jim's mean, not with it. But uh, I don't give a fuck what Jim thinks. Gardner Minshew. He's a tape, but what? I know. I Honestly, know, I if know, it I'm is sorry. Gardner, I'm a Gardner little. Deal, dude. <laughs> I feel a little Actually, bit better about that. Gardner did sign as a backward, I think, New Orleans. Where did he rest, sign at? All right. Either way, my, if my fuckers are going by, they're going to buy. We got to move on to the next one. All right. Yeah, that's fair. Let's move on. We got a lot of names to get through. Devin Singletary, one year, $3.75 million with the Texans. Who gives a fuck about that? Um, Damian Harris. One year deal with the Bills. Yeah, interesting I, as fuck. It is, it is interesting, yeah. All right, well, why? Because I, he has super productive. Period. Right, okay, Ex- expand. Expand on what? The fact that this motherfucker he scores touchdowns pretty much every single game that he gets at least ten carries in. So you see Damian Harris as an RB two automatically. It's an automatic upgrade over what they've been dealing with in the Bills back. An RB two in the fantasy world. Um. Yeah, uh, in a fringe way, in almost a, a solid RB two. Right now, he's their starting right back. James, I, don't, I don't think James Cook is their RB one. I think it's Damian Harris right now. For sure, I think James Cook is still your your pass catching back. So Damian Harris, as 
again, so much of this comes down to whether the fact they actually run the ball. Yeah, exactly. With with their running back instead of with fucking Josh Allen. Yeah. And not try to get him killed. Um, and being a Josh Allen owner in a season long league, like it's it's tough, man. It's up and down. And I have cooked two last year, and it's 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 up and down completely. You don't know, ever know. Yeah. So, and I will say too, I mean, this is as of right now. There's a lot of chatter because the number one running back in the in this coming draft class is Pajon Robinson. It's not even close. He's the best running back prospect since Saquon Barkley. Three, right? We're, we'll get to that in later episodes, but. There's a lot of talk about him, you know, he's going to fall to the end of the first round just because that's how running backs get devalued. But there's a lot of talk about Bijan landing in Buffalo. If he does that, this whole, I this think whole them, theory them, goes out the fucking window. Them signing Damian Harris is an interesting intel into that. I, I don't know if they're necessarily targeting Bijan because of the fact you that they signed Damian Harris. I, yeah, I think because agree, of that signing, he, they don't have to. That's the right, point but, of it. Yeah. But if he, if John Robinson falls them at 28 in the first round. You got to take him. You have to take him. Yeah. Honestly, in terms of pure talent, he's a top five talent in this draft. There we go because again. Because running backs are devalued, he's going to fall. I don't think he's actually going to fall. Everything is. I don't shows, know if he falls at 28. I don't yeah. think he will either. He, it sounds like he's going to be a top 20 pick for sure. But if he, for whatever reason, he does fall to twenty eight, how does Buffalo not jump all over that? Because the potential, again, that's that word potential because of it. He's you the best prospect in Saquon. It's not mm-hmm. even close. He's so good. Well, Damian, uh, whether or not Bijan signs there or gets drafted there or not, um, should be an asset. Interestingly, later on pick for D- for Damian if if they don't draft Bijan. Uh, a, a name that hits home here, Rashad Penny, one year, $1.35 million with the Eagles. Can he survive more than two games? <laughs> Honestly. The, uh, no, not at all. No faith whatsoever. No. <laughs> that's I mean, all I'll say. No, the, no, Absolutely and, and honestly, that's none. Fair. He hasn't shown to be able to stay healthy, but if, when he's on the field, the motherfucker produces. Uh, he's a baller, but... Man, that you don't run per game healthy. that he gets, man. He goes all <laughs> you actually out. Know, you know that on his career, he's averaging over six yards a carry? Yeah. It's insane. That's what happens and he's when had you have 10 20 carries total. <laughs> yeah. So, it does. I mean, do the math. Saying, and you put him behind the Eagles offensive line, which is arguably the best offensive line in the league. Mm. Which Miles Sanders did so good behind, too. He had well. 1,200 yards last year. What are you talking about? <laughs> he had 1,200 yards last year. All right. Don't. Yo, don't bring up Miles Sanders. <laughs> you don't, you're gonna don't hurt, hurt some feelings. That's what I got. This guy would die for him. I will. He will take he a will bullet, take a for, bullet for Miles. He had over twelve hundred yards. He was like the sixth uh, leading, leading rusher in the league. As last a year. Kenneth Walker owner last year, I have absolutely no faith in well, Rashad. Well, I'm glad we're talking about Rashad Penny. I will, not I will, I will never, I will never ever draft that man again, <laughs> as I did the first season he was on the Seahawks. Well, I mean, shit. Him and Kenneth Walker were being drafted basically at the exact same point last year. It was basically a coin flip on where who we get drafted. And it was all about who you thought was going to stay healthy, essentially, right? Rashad Penny ended up not being it, and Kenneth Walker is that guy. Well, he's, it was can Rashad Penny stay healthy? If he does, he's an absolute steal. But if not, like then Kenneth, Kenneth Walker is the guy. Is a and Kenneth Walker was that guy. He yeah. showed the second like he had the chance to do it, he did it. But if Rashad Penny is on the field, he just produces. And that's the biggest question. So he's still going to be probably a guy who's a you know tenth round pick because of the health issues. But if he does end up staying healthy, he's a st- absolute steal. And he's going to be his entire career until he shows he can be healthy. 
I disagree. I think this is another situation in fantasy football where we deal with a running back committee and they still have Kenneth Gainwell and Boston Scott, guys that have been there for I a Gainwell while. Was gone. They re-signed Boston Scott. I think Gainwell's Gainwell still gone. there. Oh, is he still Okay. Yeah, yeah he's still there. It, 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 it's a committee thing until somebody really proves their worth. But I love Rashad Penny, I, and I wish he would do great, but I have no faith It should be noted. Like, are you, if he's healthy... It's Rashad Penny as the RB one there. You Even at, in a committee, you look at the he's playoffs. The better, yeah, he's the better back. Yeah, look period. at the playoffs. Yes, he is. Like Kenny Gainwell was getting most of the run in the playoffs when Miles Sanders was there and healthy. Like they really like Kenny Gainwell. They do. They do. And mm-hmm. I think I think Gainwell is going to get a lot of run. So. They just resigned Boston Scott, so they obviously fuck with him for, too for depth. For depth. Yeah, I understand that, but it's. And as much as I love That's Miles Sanders, point. I will say Rashad Penny, when healthy, is the more explosive, dynamic back. I for mean, sure. if you get absolutely lucky and him staying healthy for a whole season, then yes. Yeah. But I have absolutely no faith right. in him staying no, and, healthy. No, and you should. That's why season. he's going to be a super late. He's going to be, like I said, a 10th round draft pick in terms of his ADP. But yeah. the potential is just so sky high with Rashad Penny. Potentially it makes me want to cry when I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get through these running backs. Raheem Mostert, two-year, $5.6 million deal with the Dolphins. Jeff Wilson, two-year, $6 million like deal one, with honestly. the De- Dolphins. I think Jeff Wilson is their number one guy. Raheem Mostert, 31 years old. Jeff Wilson's like 28. I believe twenty seven, twenty eight. They, I mean, they were both on the team last year. It looks like they preferred Jeff when they're both healthy and available. Jeff Wilson got more run. Yeah, absolutely. And there's a reason why he signed a slightly higher deal than Raheem Moser did because yeah. of that reason. Yeah. So Jeff Wilson, in my opinion, is is the guy to have there. Those will be late round running backs, uh, no matter what, though, in redraft. James Robinson, two-year, $4 million deal with the Patriots. That's actually super interesting. It is. I was just going to say, it, it is interesting. Ramon like J. Stevenson, obviously. Still there. The guy that everyone in the fantasy community has their eyes on, especially dynasty and we, purposes. I, I had to just throw this out there again. We talked about it a, a bit with James Robinson. I don't know if there's like a personality issue there or whatever, but he's basically been there's cast something. out. Yeah, <laughs> something within the Jaguars and the Jets. There's something about him that I. That's what think. made me interested in it was the Jaguars. Why? Why would they just you know kind of say bye bye? I don't know. You know, out of nowhere. Exactly. To us, what it seems. And it's like. weird because like when he's on the field, he produces as an RB one. He yeah. just yeah. does. Yeah. I, so whatever has happened, I don't. Again, I have to feel it's got to be a more of a locker room thing with him. At this point, it just yeah. has to be. Yeah. When he's on the field, he produces. What else would it be? But, I mean, James Robinson within the Patriots organization where you basically can't speak out and be yourself, you have to be a robot. It might be a good fit. Nice it second might be chance. a really good fit for him, yeah. Because yeah. that's where most of those guys go that have the weird locker room issues, that have that weird almost like growing up. Growing yes. pains type of thing. They go to Belichick and he says, "Listen, motherfucker, you want to make a, <laughs> you want to make a fucking paycheck, then you know, grow up." Yeah. So it's kind of one of those things yeah. where if that is the issue, it should be solved, and you know, it's only good things for him. And you'll see that. I mean, he'll be another one of those guys that's a super late round pick, but could end up being an absolute steal for you. He, yeah. he really could be. I mean, I, the history shows that Bill Belichick. And the New England Patriots, like it's always a running back by committee. Yeah, uh-huh. there's always two, three, four That's guys Bill. that are involved week in and week out. But last year, and I just really don't see that changing. But I last know year, that it's last year was slightly different. 
different. Because yeah. what did happen is that um, Damian Harris was a lead back there for sure, yeah. and then he got hurt and it became the Ramondre Stevenson show. Right. And they really didn't rely on any of the other guys there. Was it a lack of options or was it a, a change in? I don't know because they had. I the, think more of a lack of options because Bill I don't know because they had that you know, that rookie out of like a Division two school. I don't exactly think he, Bill, lack of Bill, options. Bill, Bill, Bill <laughs> no, had that confidence. rookie out of a D two school. But they, but they really liked him. He's a big. He's like a two hundred and forty pound back. He was a bowling ball of a back, and they liked him a lot. I, yeah, but you know when we. Look at when we think about the like the true New England Patriots running back by committees, like James White was like their third option, yeah. who was a talented, effective <laughs> and all and their best back when he had when they had him. exactly. So, I mean, it, and it should, and we've no, noticed a lot that it's always RB, RBBC, right? Running back by committee, and it's been that way since like the early 2000s when they had Corey Dillon. Outside of that, it was Corey Dillon, and then they had like a small faction when they had Legarrette Blunt. Yeah, yeah, Blunt, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Blunt, and Blunt was a monster when he was there. But it, again, but most of the time that comes down to it is because there's injuries. And there's no one else left. Exactly. It's it's a weird situation, and it is an RBBC in New England usually. But James Robinson is super interesting in New England. Yeah. He is. Be interested to see where his ADP falls. Uh, Ronald Jones, the second one year, one and a half million with the Chiefs. Who cares? I mean, might be interesting because. Ah, who cares? Hold on, real quick. Just because Clyde Edwards Hilaire has been a bit of a bust. Jarek McKinnon has not re signed. He's a free agent. So right now. Bit of a bust. Yeah. So right now, Ronald Jones might be the. I mean, you have have Pacheco. You have Pacheco. He's the RB2. Yeah. But like he could end up stealing some goal, goal line work. Yeah, goal line work could be something that's a little scary when he takes away from Pacheco. Nah, yeah, he, he's a depth play at this point. Yeah, yeah, that's all I, he is. I don't see much. You're not of, drafting a, a him. one year, one and a half million dollar con- who, you know Hey, real quick, Pacheco's we, a guy. Before we move on to uh, receivers, one guy we haven't brought up is Zeke, who is now a free agent and Dude. is heavily. He said he's bracing down, down two teams, but it sounds the leading, the front runner to sign him is uh, Cincinnati. How do we feel about? You have Joe Mixon there, who showed last year he's a true. Yeah, Joe he finally uh, showed. Joe Mixon's gone. He's fucking around too much. Got too much shit going on off the field. I know. I just like he finally showed he could be. A, he's a true RB one last year, but the second Zeke, if Zeke does sign Cincinnati. Joe's gone. Goal line work's gone. Well, I don't think Maybe Joe's gone, but goal no, line work is gone, gone for Joe. Of, uh, legal, legal reasons. That's why he's gone. He's Potentially, yeah. I know. I know. He's dealing. The the kid can't keep himself out of trouble. I we're understand. Gonna, we're that. gonna have to see how that whole situation folds. He also mentioned folds, signing with the Eagles, and there's one other team, but they're basically all contenders. I can't remember who the other, the third team is, but yeah, I don't think it's the Panthers. All right, cool. Before we move on to the receivers here, let's take a quick shot. Oh, shout, shout out to the boys. boys. Shout out to the boys. Hey, quick right. shot. Hey. This is the first taking a shot mid-episode. 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 Am I going to edit this out? No, I'm nope, not. we're not. Shots going we're down. We're taking this shots. Jimbo, lead us into these fucking receivers here. Alrighty. My favorite. <laughs> Ooh. That rum sits good. That's spicy. Ah, tastes like Christmas, baby. Oh, that's unleaded. That's that unleaded, huh? Like fireball, yes. uh, <laughs> <laughs> I 
All right. Uh, receivers, new yeah. signings. Jacoby Myers, three-year, $33 million, $33 million deal with the Raiders. Honestly, that's a solid signing as a true receiver, two there behind Devontae. That's a good signing. Can it really is. Ju- justify this. I am personally a Raiders fan. I'm curious why you think that. Well, the money. Right? It, it's cheap. Good like, money, yeah. Yeah, it's it's cheap. It's eleven million a year for a re- for a wide receiver two. And Jacoby's shown he's like a very low end wide receiver one in a terrible pass offense in in uh New England last year. Nah. Yeah, but he can he can make those number one. Yeah, he he, he doesn't have to be the guy now and he's he's behind Devontae Adams. Who's going to get the double coverage? Now he gets single coverage on the opposite side. He's going to be able to actually. I think he's going to be able to produce. I I understand you have Jimmy Grapple there. I mean, but, and talk about an upgrade from Derek Carr. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't apologize. That was <laughs> low blow. Okay, f- no fuck one. Off. Re- no one actually. You get believes. the mic no more. Okay, fuck no off. No believes Jimmy Grapple is the actual upgrade over Derek Carr. But God damn it, it God should be it. said. Jacoby Myers as a wide receiver two is a very good wide receiver two. It's hard. Yeah. You can't say he's not. I'm with you the, I, I personally in my, in my mind I'm thinking like two and a half, but I, I hope he's that number two. He, I mean, he gave you like fringe wide receiver one numbers last year. He had 800 yards and like 10 yeah. touchdowns. Man, Mac Jones is a quarterback. And I had him, and with I had Mac Jones, squad. with a uh, offensive coordinator that never called offensive plays in his life. Two, is it, two is it, defensive well, coordinators okay, well, calling well, plays. Okay, well, the Raiders have the older, more attractive version of Mac Jones, which is Jimmy Garoppolo. Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo. The Garoppolo. Hold on. Is Jimmy Garoppolo not an upgrade over Mac Jones, though? Uh, in my I personal don't. opinion, I don't think much of an upgrade. Really? No. I would. I would. I would disagree with that. Have I you would, not seen this motherfucker would, throw the ball? I would say he's a slight upgrade. Am, am I really tripping on this? Like, what's going on here? Like, either way, Jacoby Myers, late round flyer at this point. I'm no, Jimmy G is not that guy. He's not that guy. I mean, he went to Super Bowl. I know it's on the on the hinds of the defense. And, and they went to the Super Bowl, and every time he had to throw the ball more than 15 yards downfield, it was an absolute duck. I feel like I could have done better under solid okay. coverage. Okay, I understand he's a downgrade from, from Derek Carr. We all know this. Do we? Yes, we do. Oh. <laughs> Just, we, yes, we know this. Uh, uh, honestly, Carr. no. But from, from public opinion, I think you might be one of the few. I'm with you on this, but a lot of people think it's an upgrade. It's I don't not, think it's, an, it's upgrade. Not an upgrade. It's not. He can't throw the ball downfield. Literally, Jimmy Garoppolo is like in the bottom like, out of 42 quarterbacks. Um, passes 25 plus yards down the field. He's like 39. Well, luckily that he's running in an offense that never like really emphasized downfield passing. Except when he had fucking Randy Moss. So he, he can't throw the ball downfield. We saw. He doesn't we have saw to. the Super Bowl, man, two years ago. He doesn't have to. It was fucked. All right. Get your, get your last fucking words in on Jacoby. <laughs> no, go ahead. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah, we'll move. We'll move forward. Go. Go ahead. Go ahead. Move on. Thank God. Solid number two, or is he diarrhea? No, I think he's a solid number two. Okay. I do believe that. I'm still trying to let Justin know. If you want to say something, say it into the goddamn mic. <laughs> okay. Jacoby, solid number two or yes. diarrhea? No, I think I think Jacoby is solid number two, and I think I think the addition of Garoppolo actually solid number two wide is a low it lowers Devontae Adams ceiling. But I think it keeps Jacoby as a solid number two. Exactly. 
All right, Adam yes. Thielen. <laughs> three That's years. That's all I'll say. Yes. Adam Thielen. I got a Thielen three-year, $25 million deal with the Panthers. This is my question. I have this man on a, a season long, and I was debating two days ago to drop this man. On just, in, a dyna- in a dynasty league? Thielen, dynasty. I wouldn't drop it. Just to make room for the new recruits. And mm. I was debating it hard because of the where he was placed. Good thing he's you can at. drop people on, after you draft. Exactly. <laughs> after that. I wouldn't drop Thielen. And that's where I was at because of, uh, who knows who's going to be throwing him the ball. And yeah. he is a veteran, and he is smart, and he is the man, you know, when it comes to that sort I of thing. I mean, right now in that offense, he is the wide receiver one, which isn't great. But he's going to get a lot of opportunity. And, again, he's not going to be a huge fantasy asset, but he's going to be one of those late-round guys that can give you some production. We're talking about Adam Thielen, right? Yeah. All right, so we moved on. So, um, <laughs> sorry, it, it, it's it's hard to keep up with. Um, red zone threat. Yes. That's always been his MO. Yeah. So, yeah, he's valuable. He, uh, he's valuable. And again, honestly, in, in terms of just not necessarily fantasy production, Thielen's one of those those guys. I think he can really help a rookie quarterback in yeah. terms of showing how to break down an NFL defense. And he's just gonna give him. He's he's gonna be giving the that court the rookie quarterback they're gonna draft, whether it be CJ Stroud or Bryce Young, right? Those those easy throws. He's gonna end up just letting him have. You know, he's gonna he's gonna break it open. He's not gonna give you huge numbers. I honestly more than likely he's gonna have like sixty five catches for like eight hundred yards and like six or seven touchdowns. But what? Oh, yeah. And as a wide receiver, one on offense is not great. It's not. It's not even like average, honestly. But in terms of fantasy production, he's gonna give you solid. You know, R wide receiver two, high end. Nah. I'm thinking flex. Honestly, someone you can throw in your flex when it, you're struggling. I'm thinking something. I think things gonna give you production that's a low end wide receiver two or high end flex. I, I agree with you there. I don't think it's not gonna be a great wide receiver two, but he's gonna be a low end two, high end flex. For me, yeah, I'm like, with you. I'm with in you. redraft leagues next year, I would draft Adam Thielen as a wide receiver four. Someone that seems really low. Someone, I mean, someone, someone that I would be no. throwing into my flex not every single week, but like maybe some weeks. That's what I was. No, no, I'm, I'm no, no, I'm totally with that. Here, here, here's the deal, dude. He's thirty three years old. And he's what going to have a rookie quarterback throwing him the football in the NFL. Yes. So stop overvaluing a guy that's yes. playing receiver in the NFL that's 33 years old that's going to have a rookie quarterback throwing him the football. I'm not trying to overvalue him. I'm just saying like he's going to be, in terms of receiving options, he's going to be the number one option off this offense. That's great. And, yeah, he's the number one option. With a rookie quarterback, I don't hey, care man, how, how many catches he's gonna catch from that shitty ass rookie quarterback. I don't care you know, how hyped have... Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud and Dude, Anthony Richardson. I'm not expecting is. a bull. I'm, I'm I literally said, 65 catches, 800 yards. I think that's the touchdown. ceiling. Yeah. Okay, ceiling. but that's wide receiver two production. Yeah, it ceiling. Is. No, I'm totally with you. It, like that's his realistic. like best outcome is what I'm saying. Okay, yeah. I say he's much more. Likely to give you a wide receiver four, maybe a wide receiver three type of production. Okay, so then, yeah, okay, week so, in and week so out. Maybe we're yeah. maybe a little higher than, but you're still saying like even wide receiver three as a flex play. Yeah, okay. week in week and out. I, b- 
Okay. Not saying week in, week out. I'm saying I, I would draft Thielen as someone that is a potential flex option for me any given week. But I'm, he's not going to be my flex every single week. I think he could. It's that is that's how I view. I, I and you know, yeah. I'm not saying you're wrong, but I think he could be your flex play every week. I think I do. He think might better. be. He might. But I I just don't see it. But ultimately, too, that comes down to the way you draft your team. Because ult- like for me, I would most weeks I'd actually rather have a solid running back in my flex play than a receiver. Right. But yeah, it depends how you draft your, how you draft your team. All right, let's keep it moving. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, three-year, $25.5 million deal with the Patriots. Interesting. Who gives a fuck? I mean, Patriots receivers. Honestly, who cares? Honestly, he's going to replace. Am I wrong? No, no, you're not wrong. I wouldn't say he's going to replace Jacoby, but I think he's a he's not as good as Jacoby Myers is. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I, I view them as pretty similar as far as skill set. Nothing that really stands out. I think he's a step below Jacoby, though. I think Jacoby's the be- the better play. Yeah, I think it could go either way. I mean, there's some people that might say Jacoby's better. There's some people that might say Juju's better. I, I view them as pretty similar. Who I, I agree with Trey. Who who really cares, right? Yeah, so keep it moving. Keep moving. Keep moving. Uh, Alan Lazard, four year, forty four million dollar deal with the Jets. He's a blocker. You are the Packers guy on this podcast. They Does they, they only sign this deal to try to and to make sure Aaron Rodgers comes. That's the only point of this deal. Is, is, does Aaron Rodgers fuck with Alan Lazard that hard? Not that hard. Here's that the blows deal. Mind, a lot honestly. of casual people don't understand Alan Lazard's value that he brings to real football because his fantasy numbers obviously don't compute compared to what the value that he actually brings on the football field. The man was injured all last season, wasn't he? He, he uh, He's an elite, elite blocker. Run and pass uh, blocker. Don my cast out. What are you doing? I'm leaving. Take my bumps. <laughs> take your bumps. Take your runs. For fantasy purposes, Alan Lazard will not be a, a huge asset. Have a good night, man. Either way, I don't believe uh, whether or not Aaron Rodgers is there. I mean, realistically, he signed to entice Aaron Rodgers to make sure this deal goes through, which at this point kind of seems like a stalemate. It's a stalemate because Packers want a first. Jets don't want to give them their first, which is the 13th pick in the in the draft this year. Which, you know. It's tough. It's just one of those things. But even then, even if he signs, he's clearly behind Garrett Wilson as a, you know, and he could potentially be behind Corey Davis as well. I think they're going to I think they're going to cut Corey Davis. If I all, like him, if all I like goes him better plan. than Corey, that's for sure. And I know he was injured last year, his shoulder or whatnot. I yeah. think he has think, much better. I think Corey Davis will be a cap casualty. Yeah. It's tough. For just because of Aaron, just bringing on all the demands that it's he tough. had, you know, and you know, and Aaron has shown a good connection with Lazard. He has shown that in the past. So there's a very good chance that yeah, Lazard becomes the widest receiver two in this offense. Um, it's just it's so hard. You can't determine his value unless we know for sure 
Aaron Rodgers ends up in New York. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting. The team is stacked, and I think if once Aaron arrives, it's going to be a team. If it's going to be, they're definitely stacked. Um, speaking of McCole Hardman, one year, six point five million <laughs> with the Jets. <laughs> Another reason why I think I don't think Corey Davis. <laughs> Is on the team come to the start of the season. Yes. I, I really think he gets released, but random little we'll sidebar. See that Michael Harmon a little bit of beef with Adam uh, Schefter of yeah. ESPN. Because so I don't know why I reported this. Adam Schefter said, "Oh, the Jets signed Michael Harmon to have great jet sweeps and other things." Hell yeah. <laughs> And essentially, you said Mikkel Harmon was essentially just a, like a gadget player. And Mikkel Harmon retweeted him and said, like, yeah, Jet Sweeks and a lot of other things. <laughs> like, oh, really? yeah, it's like, honestly, random ass Twitter beef, not a big deal. It just seems weird. Honestly, when I saw the tweet. Let's be from, honest, man. Schefter's kind of a douchebag. Yeah. Like, I don't know. If, no. If you fuck with <laughs> how Schefter, much football have you I been guess. playing, Schefter? Yeah. How, many, yeah. How, yeah. how many snaps have you taken, Schefter? And that's, that's the yeah. question with you got to ask most. With the helmet strapped you know? on. It just seemed. Do you, do you really know, so Schefter? Do you, do you I, really know? I can't stand him. My, my biggest thing was like, why the fuck would Schefter even say that this fucking nerd like he gets all into being an insider and now he's part of the game i i just think I about it like it makes no sense just think about all the playing time that mccall hartman has earned it earned in his life playing yeah. the sport that he's played and how athletic he is and for him to just say some and fucking Schefter tweets <laughs> Schefter like, tweets hey, that guy hasn't day. done 10 push-ups he's, he's, in he's 20 a, years you know and <laughs> He's telling McColl what he what he is basically, yeah. and that's he's, crazy. He's, 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 a, like, he's a gadget player. I'm like McColl Hartman has shown like honestly he's he hasn't been as great as people thought he would be when he came out of the draft, right? Yeah. But like he's more than just an end around player. Like goddamn, why the fuck would Schefter even say that? It's insane. Well, the for, speed in the team that he was just on. I mean, they had basically. Uh, you know, kick returner after kick returner that they, they could have put thrown in yeah. there. You know, like there's some guys with some serious talent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not so many wide receivers, but some guys Freaks. with some talent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whatever. Fuck shit. Uh <laughs> DJ Shark, one year, $5 million deal with the Panthers. Um, Whatever. Good for him. Sterling Shepard, one year, $1.3 with the Giants. Sterling, you know, Hey, I hope you don't tear anything else, man. Like, give us that's one, the one good, thing. solid season. Yeah. That's, he, the, that's the one thing. Sterling Shepard's got some dog in him, DJ all right? Oh, my God. Dude, when he actually is on the field, he really does produce. He's that's, got he's dog in him. He's a very good yeah, receiver. he's in New York, and they're never on the field there, apparently. Well, well no, Sterling Shepard's never on the goddamn field. He's torn yeah. an ACL and an Achilles. God damn. Yeah. If this dude could stay healthy, he's actually a very good receiver because he's shown it. He, he got, produces. He's got, oh, like Tony. Oh, like fucking who else in that town? <laughs> Sterling Everyone. Shepard. Yeah. Not a single one. Yeah, it's crazy. I will say this. I, I like Sterling. I think he's got that dog in him. Uh, just can't fucking stay healthy. And yeah. That's unfortunate. The he, one, he's the only one that has really consistently produced for fans. When he's on the field, yes. That team the, he's yeah. a stud when he's on the field. It's insane. Darius Slayton, two-year, $12 million deal with the oh Giants. My. What do you know? Another Giants receiver. <laughs> Who can't stay on the field. Poor I know. Guy, but and another guy. one. Yeah, and another. Exactly. It the really. Most, and another one. DJ Khaled coming in here, man. 
But I swear to God, when they're both healthy, Shepard's the better receiver, period. Yeah, I would agree. All right, tight ends. Let's get through these oh, guys. Oh, yeah, baby. Bust Dalton Schultz. Dalton Schultz. Uh, poor guy. Dalton Schultz signed a one-year, $9 million deal with the Texans. Dude, he's been disrespected. He, he he's fucked, a good tight end. He, and like, didn't the Cowboys offer him a bigger deal, and he declined it because he thought he would get more money in free agency and did not? That, I, I can't confirm or, or deny that. I'm not saying like it very well could be, but, like, damn. A one-year deal with the I'm pretty sure that's what happened. He fucked up. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like, he's another one of the guys. Like, he could be a... For fancy purposes, a top t- a top five tight end. Yeah, let's see who's playing. Not well. I mean, no. In Dallas, he'd be a top five tight top five end. Yeah. In uh, Houston, no. I understand they're both in Texas, but no. All right, Trey's boy Mike Gesicki. Oh, that's his boy. Yeah. Yo, this is interesting. One Personally. year, four and a half million with the Patriots. I won't dwell on it too much, but it is interesting. I would not be surprised if. He has a top 12 season. I honestly, I mean, I think he was a top 12 tight end last year. You know, he did nothing. Exactly. Doesn't take much. <laughs> it doesn't, yeah, that's the thing about a tight end. It does not take much. So this is something that's probably going to slide under the radar for fantasy guys. But if you need a tight end, Mike Sicky on the Patriots. Honestly, I like it. All right. You, you, okay. I don't. Question. You, you draft Jasicki over Schultz. Which one? No. No? No. Because Schultz, is, here's Schultz, the deal is, with so, Schultz is so underestimated, it's it's Here's the deal with Gasicki. He's still going to end up being... The Patriots have these... Have this, these like, they have like twinkle lights about having the reincarnation of Gronk and Aaron Hernandez. The tight ends right? they've had yes. are legendary, but they're never Gronk. They did it. Yeah, exactly. Gronk's a Hall of Famer. Aaron Hernandez probably would be a Hall of Famer if he didn't go... Rest Nuts. in peace. Sorry, Rest sorry. Peace. sorry, killing people. And Rest, then, in, you rest know. in peace. Yeah, I know. He, he, had, his own, he had his own thing. Wiener. Uh, what? R M P. Gay stuff. But he's a real. He's a real wiener. You can't. But you also can't tell me that like the Pagers did not have the same twinkle in their eyes when they signed Hunter Henry and John New Smith a couple years ago to both. Massive deals, yeah, huge deals, and, they and it didn't work it out. Off. Yeah, they didn't. It didn't work out. John Smith is now in, in now Atlanta. On they trade him for a seventh round pick. Hunter Henry's still like he caught three passes. Okay, as a Wait. very small red throat red zone threat. So they traded the black guy, kept the white one. Yes, He's they're both the same person. White, but like the but the point is He's like I don't white. see how Gasecki really changes this offense in any way. They had they have twinkles in their eyes of what they used to have, and it's just not gonna do it again. Because one, Hunter Henry, John o. Smith, Mike Gesicki are nowhere close to the talent wise of Rob Gronkowski, who's a bona fide yeah. Hall of Famer, very well could be the greatest Hall, the greatest time who ever played the game in terms of all around play. I know there's a lot of debate on that, regardless. And Aaron yeah. Hernandez, I, I will say this right now. Aaron Hernandez was on the path to be a Hall of Famer himself. Yep. The three guys they've signed in the last three years are nowhere close in terms of talent to those two guys. It's just right. not going to happen. I mean, so I just don't see Mike Gusecki coming in 
and being a fancy threat in this offense. I just don't. Well, yeah, not at all. He's not gonna be on that level, but it it could be interesting. I don't. I, do you really see him as a top twelve tight end, a top ten tight end next year? I, I know the tight end position sucks, dick. Top it's twelve terrible. is possible, very likely. We have to remember. I, I'm pretty sure. If I, hold on, let me look at this real quick. I'm pretty sure Cole Komet was a top twelve tight end last year and did jack think, shit outside of like three out of like three games. I think just because of his athletic ability and the athletic differences that he shows compared to. What was uh, Jonu and Hunter Henry? I feel like he's a lot more of a, a, a wide receiver build, and I feel like it's easier for him to make uh, those types of catches. I don't know if that's going to project him into being a top tight end, but I feel like he's going to be better than those two, but not much, not much I mean, at all. Ultimately, here's the deal. He absolutely is, Justin, a better receiver than Jonu and Hunter Henry by far. Definitely more of a freak athlete. It's all touchdowns. But he still has Mac Jones throwing him the football. Exactly. Now, you should say Mac Jones was a Pro Bowl quarterback his rookie year. Oh, come on, man. Come on. Okay. This is the goddamn National Football (laughs) League we know. If you want to sit here and say Mac Jones is a good fucking quarterback, Go for it, but I, I, I don't, am I'm not going to buy it for a I'm not second. Gonna, I'm not going to say he's a good quarterback. But I will like, never. His his <laughs> development was not good last year when he had a defensive play caller calling offensive plays. That didn't help him by any means. Yeah, dude. I mean, yeah. I don't know. But at the same time, let me just throw this out Mac there. Jones. Cole Clement Go for it. last year, what I think is a decent comparison for Mike Isecki, was the number seven tight end last year. He had... 564 yards and seven touchdowns. That's it. And That's the all last, you have to do. Yeah, the, in, the in the last two games. Dude, yeah. That was like it, literally in the last like I know. few games. It was literally like a three or four game stretch where he put up touchdowns. In the last two games. <laughs> but you, honestly, you can't tell me that at the same time. And I don't believe Gasecki's a great off, a great threat fantasy-wise. But if he ends up being a red zone threat in New England, he'll end up being a top ten tight end just for the sake of scoring touchdowns. Sure. That's how tight games. ends go. <laughs> yeah, and and that's why I'm like, hey, he might be that. So what's your point? Are you with Kasiki or against him? Because you I don't know. You've gone on both sides of the fence. I, I, I know. I agree. And I literally. <laughs> Here's the point. He's arguing with himself at this point. We're with him. Apparently, I don't fucking know. I have no idea. Come to conclusion, I absolutely have no fucking idea. This motherfucker's gonna go either way. (laughs) It's true. I don't know. Fuck it, man. We're the last. He's either gonna be John Smith was like tight end twenty two last year, or a top ten tight end. Couldn't tell you which one is gonna be. Seriously, I have no idea. Ain't much of a difference, that's honestly. Not even, you're not that's, even like that's the truth, though. You're not even like, like honestly, he is talented enough to go that far. But it's like, you know, will a team trust him enough to let him do that? Let him develop no enough? And that's we honestly no idea, Mike. It's all. <laughs> it, it's, he Mike, said no Mike, idea, Mike. 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 It's all up to you, Mike. What? Don't know. That's the thing. 
Good thing you're not drafting Mike and Sicky before we're like the 15th oh, fucking round anyway. Oh, so who cares? Fuck it, man. It's, All a, right. it's a good risk to take. We yeah. got two left. Let's Bust wrap them up out. the tight ends here. Bob Tunyon, one year, $1.65 million with the Bears. Fuck He's fucked. Hater, Congratulations. Uh, Hayden <laughs> Hurst, three year, $21.75 million with the Panthers. How does Hayden Hurst wow. <laughs> continue to get large contracts? <laughs> I don't know. That's mad money. But. I know we we talked heavily about Adam Thielen being the wide receiver one in that offense. I would not be surprised if Hayden Hurst leads the team in receiving yards this year. Would it, you be surprised by that? No. I, I, they don't know how to run the ball. I wouldn't be surprised by that, but I also would not be surprised to see Hayden Hurst play four games this year. <laughs> so, that's fair. That's fair. That's that. All right. Um, all right. All right, let's just go ahead and we've let's <laughs> wrap it up. Yep. Yeah, let's wrap it up. All right, who, whether it be a single, a singular team or a singular signing, you like the most? And honestly, we've said it last week, and we said it kind of be in this episode. Uh, this free agent class is not good. It's weak as shit across all positions. Um, so, who is your favorite signing? Miles Sanders. He said that so quick. Miles Sanders, so. for sure. Uh, given the production, the talent, and the Carolina Panthers offensive line and the philosophy from their coaching coaching staff, yeah, he's my, my favorite. Uh, honestly, I, I hate to ride this train. Derek Carter, the Saints. Motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you, dog. It's gonna be sweet, baby. It's gonna be right. sweet. I want, I want to see him Obviously, on a different organization where he can sling it and just see what's good, and, and redeem the Carr family name. Derek Carr's or David Carr's. David Carr sucks. No, that's why David Carr sucks. Derek Carr is good. You, if that tight end mayor gets on that squad. I'm what I'm squad? Uh, Orleans. I'm calling it playoffs. Okay, but the you, Notre Dame. You're really there. projecting. Anyways, okay. You're that, really projecting I, your ones. For some reason, I'm in. in love with that man. I don't know if it's no, the way he dude, looks. Myers a very good. The way he very squats. Good prospect. The way he. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so if I'm gonna pick a running back, I'm gonna pick anybody. I'm gonna pick David. Montgomery to the Lions. Just because okay. I had no faith in him in Chicago. And I would really love to for him to show his skills here with the Lions, because that's where he should do it. And then that was just a that was just a this a heartfelt. You know, I hope he does good. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm going straight to receivers, and I don't give a shit about the running backs. I'm going Jacoby. I think Jacoby on the Raiders to to uh, co- complement. Devonte Adams. Devonte yes. is great. I know what's his white name, white boy. Hunter Renfro. He, where is he? Where he's did, still. He's still he's in the Raiders. Still there. I didn't know but, that. I hold don't. On. I didn't think they would draft Jacoby. You know, that's a great point. Because here's the deal. Sign so him. So they trade away. They. We didn't bring this up yet. They traded away Darren Waller, right? Yeah. Essentially, that's the, the man. To remote Foster Moreau. Foster Moreau is now not playing this year because yeah. he got diagnosed with cancer. Oh, oh, God. So now he's not going to play this year, oh, which is actually 
I mean, and that sucks. I just was wondering what the hell did happen to this man, I mean, from Auburn that won them the game. Yeah, and again, we didn't bring that up, and that's actually a very good point because Foss Moreau could have been a very good good pickup, but the fact that he's not going to play now is a big deal. So I think, again, I'm with with Jacoby. I think Jacoby's going to be very good wide receiver production. I truly believe that. But I'm going to, obviously, obviously – I'm gonna agree with Jim. It's Miles Sanders. Uh, 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 that's a great point. That's a great point. He is the RB one in Carolina. He's yep. going to uh, he's going to give you similar run, rushing production as he gave you in Philly last year, which is 1,200 yeah. yards. Yeah. But mm-hmm. he's going to in drastically increase the receiving production, and he's gonna be a RB one this year. He's a top 12 running back. By far, it's guaranteed. Put it on wax. Put it on wax. It's on wax right now because we'll put that shit live, baby. We uploading that. But peep game. He was talking about. Oh boy, get that motherfucking. Devontae or Jacoby? Neither. Neither. (laughs) What? You're you're fucking me up. God damn it! I had something I was gonna say. Cut. Cut. Fuck it, whatever. You, who are you talking about? Jaco- or, uh, oh well, yeah, yeah. Who, who's back. your who's your favorite signing? What do you like? No, I All no. I was I was gonna bring something game. else. Oh, oh, the 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 Foster Moreau thing. The Raiders were not gonna bring him back, and that's why he found out he had cancer. Well, I thought. Well, yeah, that's right because he's doing physicals with other teams. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, what kind of cancer, man? Are you? Hodgkin's lymphoma. He'll end up beating it. They caught it super early, so he'll be he'll be ah. okay. But he's not playing this year. Fuck it, he's gonna die. Life goes on. Whatever. The fuck? You can't just say that. What, dude? Life sucks. Whatever. Dude. He's gonna be fine. He's gonna beat it. They're gonna die. He'll be all right, maybe. But if not, fuck he'll it, dude. Fine. That's what Jesus happens. Christ. What? They Am caught him. No, he's not gonna die. He's gonna be okay. He's just not playing this year. Is all. Yeah, but if he does, like, fuck it, dude. That's what happens. Oh you got to do some cool shit. Like when, uh, Am I an asshole? A little bit. No. Life sucks, dude. Shit happens. No, I fucking died. Whatever, dude. Like. No, you. All right. What's your bet? What's your favorite signing? Everyone's dead. Put out there. I already said it. What? Foss Moreau's not a fucking signing. Did I not say it? No, you didn't say it. Oh, I didn't say it. Stop letting Juice interrupt you. Touch my computer again. We're going to have a problem. (laughs) All right. No, honestly, this offseason kind of sucks. No, the free agent class is not great. It's kind of shitty, yeah. So, and a couple um, of the biggest names haven't <clears throat> signed yet. OBJ being the biggest one, but even like uh, Leonard Fournette, who could be a great, you know, addition oh, to any uh, team. Aaron's looking at OBJ. I I believe in like Leonard Fournette, but I, I also don't at the same time. And, and it's fair, but like, so the signing so far, who do you like? I, I like Dave Montgomery to the Lions because DeAndre Swift fucking sucks. <laughs> I've been saying it for two and a half years. Yeah, I think he's a better addition than I and think. I'm he, my lion. I think he complements the backfield more than Jamal Swift does, and more than uh, Jamal uh, Williams did. Thank and DeAndre, and I think he takes more away from DeAndre Swift than than Jamal did. But thank you. Am I, I am I Detroit Lions uh, about my no, opinion? No, no, I don't think so. 
Now, I it should be known just the opposite of this. Kilo Herber in Chicago by himself you, now. Man, oh, yo. You. Yo, ain't nobody talked about that. This no one talked about it yet. And it was not a signing, but Kilo Herber is now the guy in Chicago. And on my That's a. Team. They Ooh. will bring in someone else. You cannot well, tell yeah. me Kilo Herber cannot be a, thir- a three down back there. Oh. I agree uh, with you, but they're going to bring in someone else. No. Yeah, they will. The, the draft is so deep. Apparently, running backs, you can find them anywhere these days. But yeah, yeah. Gonna they're going to do it. I know. I, so. I'm just saying, Khalil Herbert could be a very sneaky pick late in the draft. They will pick somebody up, but this man is another one. I, I agree with you. The day they draft him, and I, I have thought so, that from the beginning. I think we're like two hours long in this episode. We probably wrap this shit up. Yeah. Wrap it up. Jimbo. I've been waiting for you guys to just. Stop fucking talking for you know a second. Bring us home. <laughs> You're wearing a Bass Pro Shops hat. You don't even fish. Okay, fuck off, dude. All right. Whoa, wait, hold up. I gotta edit that out. What's happening? What are we doing here? I don't. I don't. I don't think I caught it. I, I hope not. For the love of God. That'll do it for this <laughs> episode. That'll do, big. That'll do. Of the fantasy football fathers at the FF fathers on Twitter. It's. If you're this deep, just ignore everything you're hearing. At the FF Fathers on Twitter. <laughs> we will see you guys next time. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>